All right, welcome to the FileMaker Talk podcast with Matt Petrowski and Matt Navar. And we are here at Pause on Air, and we're going to try a little experiment here. We have a pretty small audience. That's because we're competing against some really popular topics right now, how to overhaul your interface and uh, design patterns. But the experiment that we wanted to try is we are going to give everybody in the room two minutes, and you get to think about whatever you, th- you saw was one of the coolest things here at Pause on Air. Now, you'll have the timer. You can see the two-minute countdown. Think about what you want to actually talk, talk about in that two minutes. What was the cool thing? Now, Stephen, Stephen Delinsky is sitting there you know, scrunching up his face because he doesn't want to say anything. But I know Stephen has actually a cool tip that nobody else has seen that you came up with in terms of passing variables. So I expect to hear that from you. Okay. <laughs> and you can start. And so, well, I'll, I'll start. start. I'll start so that everybody will get a sense of what's going on. Wait, I want to start. Okay, no, if you I'm want to start, kidding, okay. <laughs> so, what I'm going to start with the one thing that I saw, and I need to start my little iPhone app here. All right, there's my two minute kit there's that, two minute, countdown, I'll, I'll and I don't have off. to go the full two minutes. So, the cool thing that I saw here was uh, Ernest and Corn did an MVC pattern, and what they did was the tip was they said. If you're going to standardize on a record creation method, something, one single routine that's going to create a record for, say, a new person or a new invoice, what they do is, this is a, assuming a data separation model where you have one file as your interface and one file as your, your data. Mm-hmm. Rather than putting the logic in a script in the interface file, they put the logic in the data file, but only for data operations and only for record creation. And what this solved for me was typically in my solution, I was creating off-screen windows with routines to go to this layout, create a new record, do whatever. Well, a data file that's opened as a hidden window never actually shows if you perform a script in an external file. Yep. And it creates the record. And I thought, brilliant. I don't have to do uh, off-screen windows now. One minute, Matt. So there you go. Look, that was my whole tip, and it was uh, less than a minute. And there, people got something. It felt so, like five minutes. Stephen, it felt like five minutes. <laughs> so Stephen, you want me to say your last name, Delinsky? Sure. <laughs> so here we go. What is your tip? Well, tip was a, a simple epiphany that basically when you create a new window or off-screen windows, if you're still doing that, uh, you can have 30,000 characters as a window title, including the Pilcro or the paragraph return. So if you have a carefully constructed... Uh, um, array of variables or values, name pair or whatnot, XML, however you want to format it, you can actually put a bunch of stuff in there. And in a third database or any other database, you can pull that using the win- get window names and parse that out and then you get that as a variable. So you don't have to actually oh, pass amazing. it as a parameter file or pull to, it. I like that. That's pretty cool. That's like file-to-file transferring of super global cool. variables. See, that's, that's right. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. That's why we're here. Without global fields. Thank you. <laughs> was there any more to that? No, that's it. Did he go two minutes, though? Oh, no. He only went... It's, that, it's he's up got to. 120 left. <laughs> up to two minutes. That was a tip. So not everybody has to this go the full, the full two <laughs> minutes. Oh, we'll ramble on about something else. Mac can do whatever with his audio magic. Pause it. All right, does anybody have any ideas next of what they saw here? It can be anything, anything that was cool. Come on, Arista. Okay. You're up, you're up. All right. I'm going to take two minutes. No problem, it doesn't have to. You just get two minutes, and the two minutes is only a limitation, so people just blah, 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 blah. Um, well, one of the things I, I wanted to know, I was the value-based pricing or whatever it's called, value pricing. 
because um, I'm sort of doing this fixed pricing now, but it's based entirely on my own estimates of how much time it would cost me, not how much value they get. So it helped me change my thinking a bit to think more of what they need and ask different questions because I'm actually already asking the questions. There's not pricing it based on that. So now I just have to start doing that and you know get more money for my databases and stuff like that. So definitely a, there are a, lot, a number of uh, sessions I think here, like at least two, maybe three, talking about the, the billing proposition and doing value-based versus uh, hourly, correct? Well, one happened so far and then there's one at like f 3 o'clock or something like that. So the second one hasn't happened yet. And overall, the, the content has been really, really useful in terms of changing your thought process? Well, the discussions of how to change my thought process. Because, I, you know, all the, all the rebuttals that I had were stuff that other people had. You know, if someone comes to me and says, this is going to take 20 hours, and I say, okay, I'll charge you 10000 or whatever, and it takes 1,000 hours. Well, now my per-hour rate is like $2. Um, so I could have worked at McDonald's or something rather than being a developer. No, that, that pays four dollars actually. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Or six seventy or more than that. For that uh, that tip, and actually, was there any place you can point people to that they mentioned with regards to the value-based billing? I know Kirk Bauman has a bunch of stuff, but uh, did they give you any websites or anything? If not, it's okay. They gave me a few websites. I read one of the books by Alan Weiss um, on, the com on that, but it doesn't really apply to FileMaker. The thing about you know FileMaker is a lot. It's, it's a lot of estimation in there of how much time. I'm not fully convinced in the value pricing yet because there's actual time that I can't delegate um, FileMaker development to someone else. Really, it's it's sort of something I have to do because you know anyone I hire unless it's one of these top developers here, it's not going to be as good as me. It's going to be someone who's not as good. And I would spend all this time and energy um, instructing how to do my methods. Um, so it's excellent. still a lot of cost there. Good. Excellent. Excellent information. All right. Moving on to the uh, next person. Do we have anyone else here? Uh, and this uh, is? Bob. Bob Patan. Um. Well, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback on what he was talking about, about value pricing, because I was in there, too, and uh, I'm considering it. I'm not sold. I'm probably going to try it with my next project. I've got a guy that I'm going to talk to Monday, and uh, I may try it with, with him. And I and actually I had the books that, that Kirk mentioned. He mentioned uh, a Ron Baker book, and I don't remember the title, and there's one called Pricing on Purpose, and I don't know if that's two separate books or not, but those are two that Kirk talked about, but... Um, I don't know if I'm convinced or not. I'm a one-man shop, so I, you know, I have my method, and I think I think the way that I price projects seems to work pretty well, and I'm comfortable with it, and I'm comfortable with what I make. But um, I don't know. I'm going to try. I, I feel like these guys, these are sharp guys, and Kirk's passionate about it. So is Colleen. So is Jonathan Stark. Mm -hmm. And these guys all did a complete 180 from coming from Absolutely. one hour based. Well, Kirk certainly did. I don't know about Colleen, but. Uh, well, Colleen's been using it, I guess, for about 10 years. Yeah, Kirk's a new, he's a new adherent to it, and he's, oh, he's, he's just, he's all over it. So, yeah, he really is. So that was, that's one of the things. The other thing, and actually this is something you talked about this morning, that I was really impressed with the, the script, make, script master presentation, and that's, I try to go home with something 
to start using. Thanks. When this, I go to DevCon, stole my thunder. By the way, thank you very much. Well, <laughs> oh, don't don't worry, David. You're going to get your two minutes. Yeah, he's up to. He's got 34 seconds, so we'll okay, be right well, up to you next. I'll finish up. So, so I'll let David talk about that. The other thing, there weren't too many of us in there. Uh, Agnes Riley talked about void with FileMaker, and I'm I'm going to try to implement that with with the system that I use. Ring Central is the void that I use. So when I go home, I'm going to write something to to be able to make VoIP calls from FileMaker. And there's a lot of options that you can do with that. Um, Asterisk is an open source system, and you can do that, access that through ScriptMaster, and you've got the uh, two-for-you plugins for going straight yeah, into FileMaker with PBX. And, all right, and then our next person is going to be... Dave Wheelock. Uh, yeah. timer. Is that the start of my timer or the end of his? That was the end of his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, then, yeah, I do want to talk up uh, the Scriptmaster uh, session that, 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 again. that uh, <laughs> Matt Petrowski had this morning. It, uh, it was incredible, i got to tell you. And I've used Scriptmaster uh, on a number of projects using really just barely scratching the surface, either using the samples that are provided in the, uh, the uh, download that you get from 360 Works but then also I've uh, had I've, I've had Jesse write a couple for me, you know, you pay him to do that, and it's well worth the, the investment uh, to get what you to get what you need. The other thing I've done too is that it came up mm-hmm. in the session earlier is to use the FM forum uh, forum for Scriptmaster. Uh, there's a special section just for Scriptmaster. And there's so many different uh, postings from other people that you can apply in your own solutions, and basically just cut and paste, and you're done. And if you find, I mean, if you, you know, it's a grab bag. It, you might find something that you want, you might not. But if you don't find it, you can certainly post, and uh, I'm sure that you'll either one of Jesse's people will get back to you, or somebody else in the community. It's a really a great resource. I, I can't. I can't boast enough about it. And then also the other thing that came up in your session was to uh, go to the Groovy website, which is... That is uh, groovy.codehaus, and that's C-O-D-E-H-A-U-S dot org. And uh, the examples, right? Right, exactly. Well, not only the examples, but I'm going to invest some time in actually learning uh, how to code some light stuff in Groovy using Groovy and see if I can get into that a little bit more because I do want to uh, become more self-sufficient in using that, that plug-in. Excellent. Well, well, that, that filled up the whole that was, that That's was nice perfect. timing. That was perfect. And uh, are we, yep, we've got a, our last person here in the room, small room. Some of the rooms are holding about, I don't know, what would you 40 say? 40 or 50 people maybe? Do you think there's that I've many people over in 40. the room? 30 is no, I've counted over 40. Yeah, and these are not, these are... Not super large rooms, yeah. and most of them just feel really comfortable, not super packed. Right. When there's 40 people, every inch of floor space has a person sitting on it, and there's people in the bathroom looking out through the... <laughs> that is an interesting one with, yeah. the, with the people yeah. in the tub yeah. or yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking out. Yeah, yeah the room layout is kind of weird where there's a sliding door in the bathroom where the, where the tub can look out in the room, and there's people. So people, in one session, uh, John Howell was actually lying in the bathtub Oh, yeah, yeah. Watching. <laughs> it was really, really funny. I saw that. Okay, so the last person that we've got here is Gerald. And what do we have? Well, I mean, I've certainly enjoyed the sessions uh, dealing with uh, new ways to do data modeling, new ways to, you know, the MCV discussion yesterday with uh, Ernest and company. That was great. I mean, it's a reinterpretation and new ideas on how to 
to achieve things. I think that's that's best. And you know, I mean, a conference like this is an opportunity to you know meet with other developers in a even more casual way than than we would at say say DevCon and um, uh, talk about things. I mean, this morning the session on um, you know. What would we like to see in, in FileMaker was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's like it, it made me feel like I'm not the only psycho out there that wants to do, you know, something a little different. And and it was good to share ideas about how, uh, you know, FileMaker could handle, you know, certain things, you know, upgrades and and migrations and and. Uh, and what was just was just one of the things that uh, Popster had really immediately out of the uh, FileMaker wish list uh, session. session. What was it? Um, I would love to see variable height portals. I mean, right now we are fixed row height, but sometimes we want a little bit more, sometimes we want a little bit less. We'll see where it goes if they if they take our, our, our advice. Because, you know, data is not always, you know, one line, two line high. Sometimes, you know, we want an emphasis row, you know, or something like that. So, mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there's other sessions on interface and stuff that, you know, everybody's got good ideas and it's better to learn than to reinvent the wheel. Definitely, definitely. And uh, the, actually, there's one more person. Who? Who would that be? <laughs> you know, the main thing that I've actually taken from from Pause so far wasn't specifically technical stuff, although there's been some great technical stuff. Um, but it actually is, uh, the, the one thing that doesn't really happen so much at DevCon is, uh, is talking about the community and talking about how we can improve as a community to professionalize ourselves and, and organize and adopt standards and adopt maybe not specific blocks of code, but adopt practices for certain specific things and say, when we create records, like the MVC thing, I wasn't in that one, but it sounds like when you, when you use a method, this is something that would be really good to adopt. And maybe we could actually all agree on it as a community, which would elevate the whole community. And it would make us all be able to compete better against other technologies. It would make it better and more efficient for our customers. That kind of discussion, that was really, really uh, great. It feels good to be part of that type of discussion. Whether it ends up in a positive outcome or not, that remains to be seen. But uh, to give the people who are listening a little insight, John Sindelar ran this session. And uh, basically was talking about what in the FileMaker community what do we need to do to to make the software development process better because filemaker doesn't necessarily you, you can't just it's very difficult to copy and chunk uh, copy and paste chunks of things or you know whole concepts from other solutions into right. another solution as opposed to like open source where you have version control right. and all kinds of other there's positive a few features. examples you know there's calendars i mean i worked hard to make fm search results really easy so there definitely are some things that you can copy and paste like that true um, and actually, a script master. As a plugin. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. As talking plugin, about the functions. actual code. Yeah, registering the yeah. functions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. The script master provides the ability for you to actually register functions that become not as custom functions, file specific, right. but then just FileMaker specific, no matter what solution you have open. Right. Wizdles, same thing. Uh, the next version of Seed Code Calendar be much easier to implement. So I think that's kind of a, one of the trends I'm seeing. Um, but, but I think really it's just that the practices of certain things, and maybe not so much the code, is, is what I think is really... 
So practices being this, the standards of, for example, how you pass script parameters. Right. Because Darren Terry did a session here at Pause, and that he covered, I believe, five different methods uh, of the most prominent ones. And it wasn't that they came to a conclusion that there was one that was the ultimate or better than right. all the rest. He just presented pros and cons of all of them. Right. But he also uh, you know, just gave food for thought for people to think about. But yeah, a consensus for a standard towards uh, parameters allows you to allows other solutions should they follow those standards to easily be integrated across all of the different filemaker universe of all the different solutions made in filemaker yep parameter pandemonium i believe it was Param- parameter yeah. pandemonium Session. Yeah, that's what it, that was. What it, I didn't get to go to that one. I don't know if I was doing scriptmaster. Well, one yeah, of the great the things about pause though is uh, every session, uh, at least three of the four sessions going on at any one time, had um, full video and audio and screen capture, all of which is going to be mixed together and released. That's true. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we will likely have a link on the podcast where you can actually access those videos, presuming. Well, they're not going to be done, done editing for a while. In the time, yeah. Yeah. Combining yesterday, those yesterday video. we captured over 30 gigabytes of data. Whoosh. <laughs> that has to be processed in post. But it is uh, just straight digital. Yeah. It's not like there was a company doing it with film and have right. to. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. Film, funny. Still, <laughs> they still make, still make that stuff? They do. They definitely do. All right, so let's head into our next segment. So this is Matt, and I've got Matt Petrowski and Andy Gaunt on the line. Welcome, Andy. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Good. And to the other Matt. Do I have to <laughs> do I have to call you Matt Squared when I refer to you? I think that I think that time has come and gone. What, okay, do, you th- what do you What do you think, Matt? I think uh, Matt and Matt. Matt and Matt. Perfectly Matt good. And Matt sort of sounds like a uh, Twinkie or some type of uh, <laughs> cream-filled pastry that you sort of just you know very tasty. Moving, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm not going down that path, you know. I'm staying on the innocent side here. Sure. There's never anything innocent about you, Matt. Yeah, there, he's, he is the innocent one. I'm the one who's the... Yeah, there always, we go. Always the looking bar. for the stupid humor. <laughs> I'm the one who's 13 years old. So, um, Andy, it was a real bummer that we didn't get to see you at pause. I know you had a, you could not be there. You had a family emergency, and that happens. Are You, yep. you must have been really bummed not to be there, huh? Oh, yeah, it was... It was crushing. Um, you know, we'd looked forward to this one for for so long since the the first pause in New York ended. We were excited to think about the second one, and this one was on the books for for so much more time. Um, and seeing the the numbers of people increasing, and then especially at the end, as like there was this mad influx of of attendee names. Um, yeah, and I've never been to to Portland, so I was really looking forward to to coming to Portland, and I was totally bummed I didn't get any of those donuts. Um, I've seen that place on the the Food Network channel. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got got the donuts. Voodoo Voodoo donuts are great. I actually bought a box yesterday for a meeting here. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, um, you know, I've heard you know, some rumors. I I was watching some of the Twitter uh, feedback. Uh, what was your take on it? Because um, you were both, this was your first time for both of you yep. for a pause. Yep. So what what did you think? I was on a high. It was uh, so great. The community aspect of it was what I really liked because it was smaller, because it was 110 people. And the the focus on actually trying to achieve best practices for specific tasks in FileMaker, 
that probably got me charged up more than any other part. Of course, there was some great technical stuff, too. Um, I was kind of spending a lot of time doing, you know, being the AV guy, setting up audio and making sure that the cameras and microphones and all that stuff was working. You did my job. I did that last time um, with the first pause. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I like doing it. I brought in yeah. a whole bunch of my own gear. I know. know. I know. You brought all your audio stuff and your mixing boards. Yep. And, uh, the pictures that were coming out, I was loving the pictures that people were taking during sessions. You just see the people crammed in the room. And I loved the one where uh, John Howell's sitting in the tub. Oh, yeah. That was great. I was in that. Actually, that was that, that, that really great session that uh, Sindler led was a discussion of the of sort of, I guess it wasn't really about best practices, but it was it's kind of a discussion about um, on, on the, the FileMaker community uh, of development. Mm-hmm. I think there was a smarter topic than that, but and yeah, that was the one where Hal was in the tub pretty much the whole time. It was funny. Yep. Uh, Ernest Coe took some amazing photographs. You should definitely go to look at his photos on uh, well on the Pausanera main site mm-hmm. and also his Flickr feed. Yep. Yeah, there's a Pausanera Flickr set where he and uh, Aggie Agnes Riley and um, Alex and from, Andy. Yeah, and um, has Andy did, posted? He's posted some, didn't he? Hmm. Andy Lacates posted some pictures. Uh, yes, on he did. His own, yes, he did. Yep. His own yeah, thing. Not on that. I don't know anything about Flickr. I should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there are some really good shots, and and Ernest is an amazing portrait photographer. He really captures you know, people's the intensity of people. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to to seeing the videos, uh, and I'm going to do a montage of some of the photos for an intro so um that should be should be fun cool should be um and yeah and uh sorry the other matt uh what was your take on pause um for me awesome experience um i've been to uh, my last devcon i spoke was 2000, either 2000 or 2001, which was right around when I was with FileMaker. Then I went off, started a family, took about, I don't know, four or five years. Then I think I went, the last DevCon I went to was 2008 and 2009. So the previous two were DevCons. Now, you know, maybe it's not fair to compare them, but you know, they're drastically different in terms of scope and size and what you're doing and also price. But the feeling that you get here when you're able to just uh, syncopate with other people and uh, basically interact, it seemed, it, to me, it just seemed better than I would have ever gotten from DevCon. And that's just basically because of the nature of the event and how it's put together and people just showing up. I mean, definitely a DevCon is much larger. It's very much more structured. But I, I loved it. On top of the fact that I got to talk about some of the things that I don't think FileMaker would ever let me talk about at a DevCon, such as things like ScriptMaster and really extending FileMaker beyond what just it can do. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really is. And I've heard from a couple of the attendees that they said it was so much the, the – the gatherings. I don't know if we should call them sessions. I, you know, we need to come up with a better term. For Un, they're unsessions because it was an unconference. Yeah, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it really is. It's more of a gathering. It's you know, it, the discussions. Um, uh, you know, they they went in such varied directions that yeah, that's true. Brought to such an advanced level at times um, that you know they. 
they really, really enjoyed it. And they said, some of them said, so much different to, to DevCon. Um, yeah, well, some of, the, to, some of the gatherings were eight or ten people. And uh-huh. some of them were 40 people, you know. Right, right. And some of that is, uh, there's always going to be that. If, you know, it, we have a lot of discussion you know, from Recording. the committee side about whether, you know, whether we should put up a schedule or should we just leave it open. And, and trying to, to manage that is, is tricky. So it's always good when people put up something that's like, hey, here's a starting point. Um, you know, this is where I think we should, you know, um, this is just a good topic to discuss. And, you know, and it's not about slides and, and even files. It's just some of, the, some of the best sessions from the New York one were just, you know, where Colleen would start a discussion on something and, and everyone would just get involved. Yep. Um, That's know, exactly there's no, right. There's no fear from people at that point to, to just pipe up and say what they're thinking. Yeah, that you know, is so right. I, I wasn't really prepared for that when I did my two sessions I presented. Um, I was really thinking it was going to be more of a lecture kind of a thing. So I actually prepared slides and stuff like that. Um, one of them that I did was on symphonies and databases and how a lot of stuff can be learned from an, an art form and you can graft those that knowledge onto a database. And, you know, that really kind of is a lecture, but we did have a lot of discussion too. There was a lot of, there was a few really um, accomplished musicians in the room who thought deeply about this issue. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, you're right. The, the session, the sessions that I went to had no slides and the, and the presenter didn't really talk. It was really everyone else in the room talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The presenter is there kind of just to, just to open the door. You know, right. it's like, you know, here's here's what I was thinking. What do you guys think? Yeah, not even uh, moderate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and I think it's great when you get people that get really passionate about it from the audience standpoint, not the presenter right. who started it, but the the audience get all up in themselves, and yep. they you know then they're talking and arguing amongst themselves. We had a few of those. Yeah, I wasn't uh, ready for that. It was really great. Yeah, it's 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 it is. It's a it's a wonderful break, and you know, for for John Ernest. Uh, and Molly and, and myself, our thing is, you know, we want to participate. We don't want to be, you know, the ones that are organizing it. We're doing this and we want to be surrounded by people that we're interested in and topics that we're interested in. So it's you know, really important for us to just be able to, to it not to be work. Um, you know, and the New York one kind of really set that. Um, you know, I did a lot more running around at the New York one with the the video stuff, and I was in and out of um, in and out of the the session rooms, and I don't didn't really get to participate because um, I was trying to broadcast everything. But this one, you know, I was looking forward to being able to to sit back and enjoy it, but that unfortunately didn't happen. So, um, but yeah, it's it's got to be something where everyone's going to have fun. Um, yeah, and just be relaxed. So um, I did hear that yeah, it would be nice from people. They said it would have been good to have like a pre-gathering of everybody so everyone could kind of touch base with who was there before the first session started. So I think we've definitely taken that on board. Uh, and maybe we'll do a – Ernest said we should just you know do something in the street and stand there with a bullhorn. Um, group photo. Yeah, group photo. 
Uh, hey, they've done it for Drupal cons ever since the uh, first one, and all of the old schoolers always like to look back and say, "Oh yeah, I was there when it was only thirty people, when it was only a hundred people." Yeah. Yep. So. But yeah, where will where will pause go next? Is um, yeah, it's a it's it's up in the air. There's no there's nothing set. There's no set schedule. There's no timelines. There's no location. Um, and what will it be in terms of uh, the growth of an event? Because something like this doesn't just stay stale and it doesn't not grow. Nope. It gets bigger. And so I would imagine, you know, whatever you guys are talking about, you know, from the outside perspective, you know, I'll take the controversial side and, you know, nobody wants to do this if they're afraid of, you know, is FileMaker going to get me? I'm going to say if I have to pick between DevCon and this, I'm going to get much more from this because of my developer peers and my ability to talk with them. Whereas on the DevCon side, I may learn some things, but here I just you get you get the stuff that comes from people working in the trenches. And mm-hmm. that's much more valuable. So even if there's a price tag on it, to me, this is a little bit more valuable to me, at least as a higher end developer. Right. Right. So, and yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. And you know, the last few DevCons I've been to, I, I haven't been to any sessions. They're not about about going to sessions to learn something new in FileMaker. You know, DevCon is is much more of a networking, you know, business building location for me. True. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys Whereas, are way smarter than me. I go there to learn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I you know, to I mean, show what you've learned. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you know, I mean, there are there are some great speakers at, at at DevCon, but I think pause brings people out into the the speaking limelight that that maybe don't think that they they could or should, um, and that's the beauty of it. With it being that discussion forum, is that everybody gets involved, um, you know, and you you sit through the first session, maybe two, and then suddenly you're piping up. Or you're hijacking a session. You go in and you're like, well, this, you know, that's great, but l- have you seen this? And um, that was done in New York, and it was great. You know, somebody took over a session and you know, it went in a completely different direction, but everybody <laughs> loved it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and there's been a reference, a Batman reference for pause, is that, you know, kind of like the Batman symbol, you know, pause will be there when it's needed. Um, so when the community needs pause, it will be there. Because um, I think we can pull the trigger on pause at any point, and we could get at least 50, 60 people. That's that true. On, like, probably two, three weeks' notice, couldn't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, the first one was two weeks' notice, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, 54 people, I think. Uh, this one was much longer and spread out, and so people could plan. Um, yeah, and it was great to have more file maker people there you know it was you know especially the the SEs and the likes of Andy Lacates mm-hmm. um you know and great to see Phil Smith was there and and the fact John Sigler came that was very very cool mm-hmm. um you know cuz that's that's someone high up in in file maker coming and you know to to be with the developers um well, hopefully so, yeah. they're taking notes, too, and seeing, wow, this part or this aspect of our community wants this type of thing, and maybe they'll integrate some of the same aspects into DevCon. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hope so. I hope so. I heard they had their you know, gathering room that they run into occasionally. Um, you know, 
So, I mean, they're doing it for stuff like DrupalCon, and DrupalCon is getting huge. It's actually getting as big or bigger than FileMaker's DevCon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I love I, I love the the open source concept of of DrupalCon. Um, in that, they're you know, when you go to their website, they're so open about the money that was that they raised from attendees and sponsorships, and where it all went. Like, you know, we spent this much on coffee, um, you know, <laughs> and you know, but it, you know, but they show where that money is being used, um, and especially for the recording of of DrupalCon. Um, yeah, you know. they definitely. I mean, even if you don't go, every session is up and on the web. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fantastic. Um, as will be uh, this year's, you know, pause on error. Um, right. You know, um, you know, a lot of recordings, and yeah, we stepped it up. You know, the last time with this tiny little Bluetooth camera, um, this wi- the wireless Bluetooth camera you can get that for the for the Mac, and we just you streamed that, and right. the video was crappy, um, the audio yep. was okay, um, but. It, it was amazing. You know, we broadcast, and I think we missed one session set, and people were twittering about it going, well, what happened to pause? Where is it? Where, where's the next session? <laughs> so it was cool to see the, the outside interest in it. Um, yeah, and I think everyone's going to get so much more because we got used the, uh, the HD cameras this time around, mm-hmm. and Matt, you brought gobs of audio equipment. Yeah, I tried to get a microphone close to the speaker so that we could hear the uh, that part of it, and also a really good quality room mic that could get uh, the whole dis- the whole room's discussion. Yep. Damn it! Look, I finished my drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get another one. Yeah. yeah. Although well, um, we were planning on only talking briefly. You had actually one other thing um, separate from pause that you were going to talk about too. A new announcement you just made today. Yeah. Um, we uh, uh, were approached by Albert Haram Alvarez of Smallco. He asked if we could get somebody to his class to review it. Um, so I said to him, I said, well, that, that's great to go and review the class, but let's make it a bit more interesting. Um, because you know, his design masterclass, as you know, is all about working on your own solution while you're there. So you, you take a solution, and it's for, it's for seasoned developers because they, they don't hold back. He jumps straight into... Um, you know, complicated um, items, and and you need to be a, a seasoned developer. So we've set a a cap and said, you, you know, you must have three years of professional experience. But you take in a solution, and you work on your own solution throughout the course of the week. Um, and you know, whenever they've looked at back at it, they've always looked back at this is what the um, this is what the solution was, and this is what it is. And it's great to see a screen change. Um, you know, but what we said is we want to focus on people's expectations and then what they actually gained and, and received from, uh, you know, from going to the class. So we've opened it up to all of our FMPUG membership, um, and we're going to comp the cost of the course, which is... Uh, Nearly two thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, um, and all everybody's eligible, and they have to submit a screenshot of the work that they they want to take. Um, they have to tell us the reason why they are the best and potentially only person who should 
um, benefit from going um, and also give us a description of their expectations and what they hope to gain from attending. Uh, once they, we've picked the winner, uh, afterwards we'll get screenshots of what they produced and then we'll find out if their expectations were met and you know, what they learned from actually going to the, to the class. So you know, it, it, should be, it should be interesting. I mean, we did you know, a DevCon writing competition a couple of years ago. We had some amazing entries. So we're expecting people to you know, really try and stand out from the crowd. Um, so uh, it should be, should be fun. And it's, uh, the, it's open now. Um, deadline for submission is the 20th of February. And the class is the 10th to the 12th of March in Miami. So if you're anywhere cold, this is the time to, <laughs> to uh, be able to jump on, uh, you know, jump on a plane, come down to, to Florida and, and bask in, in the glory that, uh, that is uh, everything Florida um, and, and you know, get to see Albert doing what he does best. Where do people submit? Uh, they just um, send us an email to info at fmpug.com. Um, and again, it, you know, screenshot the reason why they should go, and then their expectations. But they have to be FM Pug members. So you know, if they're not, they should you know, swing by fmpug.com and, and join. sign up. Yeah. Yep. Which they should do really anyway for all the discounts yeah. and other benefits. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. Um, yeah, it kind of, you know, it's a good first competition for our year. Um, yeah, we ended on a high with last year with the 12 days. So, yeah, oh, yeah. we started, started I love that. this year. Cool. Um, Either of you guys got anything else to add? I don't think so. Dr. Petrovsky? I do not. <laughs> I think uh, I think we've pretty much talked it out. All right. Everybody's going to want to go to pause, and they just want to know when it is next. They want to know how much it's going to be. And Andy already told them what they need to know with regards to uh, getting a free class from Albert. And I'm good. Sweet. <laughs> Great Excellent. talking to you guys. And to you. All right. See you later, Andy. Matt. Okay. You take care.